Hey, it's Shanna, and this is the At Home Tarot Podcast, where we're building a home within ourselves, one daily spiritual practice at a time. Today, we abandon ourselves with the Nine of Pentacles when we say, I must have all the resources, money, and self-sufficiency before I leave my partner, have a partner, love myself, do my own internal work, or strike out and follow my calling in the world. Today we come back to ourselves and center ourselves with the Page of Cups who's saying, I don't need to have everything and do it all alone. What I do need to do is direct my emotions towards myself and that I can have whatever I want as long as I'm continually in the process of beginning to trust myself and understand my true desires, where my love wants to go, and what my emotions are telling me. Good morning and welcome in to today's tarot reading. I'm Jenna, your host. Come on in. Welcome to my home space on the internet. Like, take your shoes off, stay a while, grab a cup of coffee with me. Um, It's early here, so may stumble on my words this morning. Um, And just come on in and sit down and let's pull some cards. You may notice um, that the beginning of this podcast sounded a little different if you're a returning person. And I'm just trying out a very small tweak to the usual go around here and our usual conversation in the morning when I get up. And um, that is to have, you know, a minute of very clear intentions at the beginning. You know that intentions is actually something I try to live from. I think you can do the same thing with a different intention, and it can change everything. Um, <clears throat> because I actually believe a lot of people who, um, how do I say this? I talk about this a lot, but um, it's it's bigger concept stuff. Um, we can be doing the same actions, you know, from the outside looking in the same actions, be saying the same things as someone else in the world. And one of us can be doing it from an intention of self-loathing or distrust of ourselves. We may from the inside be doing things in order to control. Um, And another one of us can be doing the same thing um, and not, you know, one of the words coming to my mind is faking it. Um, 
you know, someone can really be doing the fake it till you make it, which by the way, doesn't feel great on the inside. Um, because it's okay to like, I, I don't like that phrase because it tells us it's not okay to acknowledge where we're at. It's not okay to acknowledge we're at the beginning. And today is all about acknowledging um, where we are in this process, which is kind of beginning again or relearning. Um, and then, you know, the same person, us or someone else can be doing, you know, saying the same things, kind of doing similar actions in the world. Um, and if our intention is from this really centered place, life feels different. Life feels different. So, um, I talk about that a lot because it's something I notice as people go through big awakenings, um, in their life about their own behavior, kind of waking up to themselves and what they've been doing. Um, when people go through healing and different things is, you know, we all try to wear a mask and we can't always tell it. It's very funny because, you know, we're, we're doing this healing work. We're doing this, um, this coming back to ourselves and coming into more of our own realities and doing so in a way where there actually is some peace there and there is full living there and aliveness there. And it doesn't always look different, you know, but it certainly feels different. Um, so not sure what, what got me down that path, but, um, all that to say, whatever tangent that was, maybe someone need to hear it. Maybe I needed to hear it. Um, it, today I just wanted to really clarify with intention, um, right off the hop this morning with an explanation of what the cards were. And I'm doing that for two reasons. One, it really centers the message for me to have to say it in, you know, a minute or 90 seconds like that. Um, I really enjoy communicating with clarity and I really enjoy simple communication, um, when it's needed. And I think it is needed sometimes. Um, I mostly direct my energy there towards places like Instagram, um, and social media, which can hold simple communication better than, you know, your partner who's asking for, um, a, a conversation who's, who's putting in a bid to have a conversation with you. Um, and you're just kind of, you know, saying one word answers or little sentences, you know, that doesn't always, um, create goodness there. Sometimes actually it does. Sometimes we need to pull back and be more simple. Um, but I, you know, we don't bring it in here. These podcasts have evolved from five to 10 minutes to half an hour most of the time. And, um, and I wanted space for those people who only had, you know, two or three minutes and wanted to just pause and tap into energy and tap into source and tap into spirituality. Remember that there there is energy out there looking to find you and, and help you. 
Um, and I wanted to make sure you had that. Um, and that I had that. Uh, because sometimes I also like to go back and it's nice to remember what was the message, even though we get into quite a few different scenarios here and we go through the cards and look at them in one or two different ways. Um, usually there is kind of a, a theme that runs throughout. So, so that's a little bit about what I decided to do this morning. I hope you enjoy that. I'm going to try to, to do that moving forward. So let's get into our cards. And now you already know them, uh, which will be a new thing for me because I'm used to like a big reveal to you uh, of what the cards are and you already know what they are. Um, that's strange. That feels different to me. That feels strange to me. <laughs> so as you heard, we have the Queen of Pentacles and Self-Abandon. And we have the page of cups in our self-returning. So we really are in our day-to-day -day life here with the minor arcana. Some of us are getting out of this large um, existential, seasonal, big lessons. There's been some big astrology shifts and planetary shifts. You know, we're, we're actually coming into a time where seasons are are changing, will be changing. Um, if they're not changing where you are, they'll probably be changing soon. And um, let's hope, let's hope on, uh, on the Asia side of things that weather shifts for them very quickly. Oh, there's a lot going on over there. Um, and, and we all need to have our eye, our heart and our action towards some some big global environmental change. Uh, just putting that out there with this nine of pentacles who is so abundantly in her garden and her garden is really serving her and the earth and nature is giving her all the resources she needs. That is not the case today for a lot of people in the world. Um, but to bring it into our day-to-day -day life, if you're someone listening like me who lives in North America, who's not experiencing that right now. And you know, to bring it into our day-to-day -day life, this is often um, where we put self-sufficiency and independency kind of on this pedestal. And we say, this is where I need to get. This is how much money I need to have. This is how much time I need to have. Um, this is how much, and it's not even that I need to have, it's that I need to create, right? This particular pentacle is the end of resources. And so it's us getting to this fallacy, this imaginary end point where we have grown and created everything that we need for ourselves. Um, <clears throat> That's not a myth or a fallacy in the sense that if you look around your life right now, you probably have everything you need for today. Like you probably have water, I hope. You probably have food. You probably have a roof over your head and place to sleep tonight. You probably have at least one person who you can talk to today even if it's just the the person who makes your coffee down at the coffee shop or it's a neighbor. 
um, that's all you need, right? In order to actually get through and live through a day, that is all you need. Um, everything else is extra. Everything else is extra. But today, we're not really seeing that. You know, we're not, we're, we're kind of forcing ourselves to create more. And I think the word that comes to mind is safety. You know, and safety is intrinsically linked to certainty. <laughs> um, it's not all of it, but it's definitely linked there that there, there's a little bit of stability there's a little bit of certain of, of things and today certain of our resources, of our resources. And this just really reminded me of those times in life and those, that mentality, that inner drive, um, where I thought I had to have it all together to make some sort of leap in my life. Uh, to take some sort of chance or take some sort of risk or even to um, become really emotionally available to my desires. It's like I wouldn't even allow myself to consider what I wanted until I had the resources to back it up. Um, and so I think today, obviously, every single one of you listening has a different life circumstance, possibly a different thing you're waiting to do until you have all of these resources, right? You're trying to create more and more resources in order to take that chance, make that choice, do that thing. Um, some of you might be thinking you need to be really self-sufficient right? Have this big bank account, have a lot of time available to you before you um, exit or close a, a relationship container. Um, talking breakups here. <laughs> Some of you may think you have to have it, quote, all together, right? Have all your ducks in a row. Be that person who looks good on paper have your shit together <laughs> before you enter into a relationship, right? And open that container with someone. You might be waiting because you, you've attached that being able to take that risk with having a lot of resources. And this is really important because especially if you're living in North America, there's a real drive to always have financial security financial security before we do things. And it's really, I don't know about you, but my family has really driven into me. Um, and the world drives it in too, that we have to have so X amount, right? Um, and a lot of us go through life not taking risks, things that we know on an emotional and heart level we must do that, that is required of us right now, even though we don't know the future but it's required of us. Um, and we're, we don't become willing to do it because of this deep sense of risk and, and risk of financial insecurity. 
And by all that, I just mean we let money get in the way of choices that are correct for us because we don't trust we'll get through. And one reminder with the with the nine of pentacles here is like, it's okay to be independent. You know, it's okay to want to grow that. It's just, there's something there that is having us forget our heart today. That when we're wrapped up in that, we forget this more intrinsic part of us. You know, our resources are things we have. Pentacles is really something we have and create and build, but it is, those are not things that we are, you know, and there, there's nothing wrong. We all have to live, um, with the doing and the having, you know, we, <laughs> we cannot go day to day, just laying in the grass and doing nothing, not even getting up to feed ourselves. I mean, we'd be gone very quickly from this earth. So while we can fit that in, I'm just thinking about how nice that would be. So while we can fit that in, we all know that that can't be every moment. Um, and so I would ask, what are you, where are you denying what you truly want? And in fact, maybe what your heart really needs in order to repair, you know, in order to come alive again. What does your heart truly need? And are you letting things like money, time, your career, your body even keep you out of that? Right? As, as someone who lives in a plus size body at the moment, I use my body for a very long time as an excuse to not be in relationship or not date because it was like, well, when I right? There's that key word with the nine of pentacles in reverse. Listen to that train. Beautiful train. I think I'm going to leave the train this morning. Sometimes I pause and let it go by, but isn't that a beautiful sound? Um, probably not if you're sleeping, but <laughs> I'm not sleeping, even though it's 7am. Um, yeah. But as I was saying, <laughs> before a little lighthearted train whistle um, interrupted me um, out of that was that, you know, I use my body for a long time to keep out of serious relationships and dating like I did, but it still kept me out of anything serious. And I always said, you know, well, you know, when I, when I, there's, there's that thing, watch for that. What is your, when I, um, when I have blank, you know, a better body, a better relationship to food, um, a routine at the gym, then I will, right, then that's the rest of it. Then I will, you know, get into a partnership or then, then I'll be able to attract whatever guy I want, right? Um, <clears throat> turns out I didn't need to do any of that. I just needed to be me. And, you know, I was able to find um, a love that, that suited, that suited. And so what is your, when I blank, then I will blank, because that is where we are holding ourselves back. It really is. And we're forgetting, we're forgetting that there's something bigger at play, which is our heart and our spirit. 
And so we're invited today to come back to ourselves, clear our channel of that energy, of that mindset, of that belief, of holding the insecurity of resources in our body, because we do. You know, we hold that story so deeply, especially if we've been through times where we didn't have anything or when risk, it, it doesn't even have to be, I was never like totally poor. We, we didn't have a lot of money, but I always had those necessities. And so I don't feel like I grew up in this extremely poor home, even though, you know, it's not like we had tons of money, but what did happen is I began to grow really afraid of risk, you know, and I would use all those excuses to not risk. And when I moved across the country, I knew I needed a lot of money. And what I did instead, which is related to the page of cups is I acknowledged my desire for this thing. I started telling my roommate, my parents, my partner, yeah, I think I'm going to move. Yeah, I'm going to move. I think it'll be in the spring. You know, I'm all, I'm leaving it very open-ended because I'm claiming my desire. But, and then I have to allow the resources to come to me and direct those resources towards my desire. Um, but the truth was that through that whole process, because there was a reality to needing the money <laughs> to, for gas and hotels and the drive out and all of those things, um, I just knew, right? I just, I just knew what I wanted. And that was more important than the resources because that has to come first. And what happened was the resources just started coming. They just started showing up. When I started acknowledging what I wanted and even I didn't, necessarily take a lot of steps. My first step was to tell people, right? To claim it. It reminds me of manifestors. If you um, are familiar with human design, which is a, a spiritual modality similar to astrology um, that includes in astrology, but I don't need to get go down that rabbit hole with you. Um, but you know, it's kind of personality and how our energy flows, not quite personality, how our energy flows. And it reminds me of manifestors because they're supposed to tell people first and that like unlocks what needs to come next. So when they are not speaking what they want, when they're asking for what they want, when they are staying silent on what they want, you know, those, those wants and desires, it's like they don't have an energetic magnetism to the manifester. They don't come to them. But the moment the manifester starts talking and not just in one way, but starts finally, you know, saying 
this is what I want. This is what I'm going for. This is what I'm going to do. They're no longer asking. You know, people will ask some questions. My manifester hates question asking. He's just trust me. It's my thing. You don't need to know everything about it. But like, this is what I'm doing. Um, and um, it's really cool. And I feel like my story tapped into that. And it does intrinsically link to the Page of Cups because in the Page of Cups, there's a not quite knowing what will happen yet energy. But it's about being in the energy of really acknowledging what our heart desires, what it really wants, and what would make it feel alive, right? What would give it some rebirth, right? Um, what's emerging in us is a really great way to put the page of cups. Some fresh new thing is emerging in us, some fresh new desire and dream. And we need to say what that is. And I feel like when I started telling everybody, I was using the manifester method of initiating to help me bring that thing into reality. You know, even though I'm a generator and that's not high work and I was responding in a lot of ways, I was responding to life in terms of how it happened. But I kind of tapped into a lot of the manifestor energy I had around me at the time. And the more I talked about it, the more my the resources started showing up in really unexpected ways. And so um, all of this is just to say that we can come back to ourselves by acknowledging what's on our heart and what we want and what we desire. And that this might be something new for us, some new beginning. We, a lot of us may be desiring a new beginning in some aspect of our life. And you know, I love to talk about relationships here. We talk about codependent traits here and codependency, you know, is really covert. And sometimes for the codependent, that waiting for resources, that fear of risk is just our codependency saying, don't leave this situation or don't get into that situation uh, because, you know, that's going to challenge all of our codependency, <laughs> right? Um, I think of, you know, to leave a relationship when you're a codependent. I remember leaving one. And you have to come face to face with yourself. No longer can you use somebody else around you to feel good about yourself, you know, and we do that through trying to gain the resource of affection and love. We also do that by seeing how much we have, you know, I'm so loving, I'm so supportive, and they're not. You know, we like to put ourselves on a pedestal. Codependents do that. It's where we get our self-esteem. We get our self-esteem that way. And so leaving a relationship for a codependent, that fear of risk and financial insecurity is real. 
And it's tied to a different kind of insecurity. His insecurity is insecurity, right? We don't trust ourselves, which means we don't have regard and esteem for what we are capable of. And then entering into a relationship can bring that all up too, right? Because then all of those codependent traits that become really dormant when we are um, single. Um, And not to say it doesn't come up in dating, because I'm counting dating, right? Anytime we're with other people. But if you're someone who lives alone, and you just spend a lot of time alone, you know, and you can just kind of walk away or not answer the phone on people, then what I found entering back into a relationship was all of that stuff that was dormant that I thought I had healed. I did learn how to be more aware of it. And I did have some strategies, but I didn't have any of the experience or practice. None of the experience and practice that actually matters in acting and doing things a different way. And so I entered into a relationship and all of that stuff came up. All of that stuff that had been hidden when I was single. And so we can also keep out of relationships or keep... You know, our businesses do that. If you're wanting to start a business, if you're wanting to move, all of this new stuff will come up for you. And uh, being in a place where we're trying to, oh, you know, I just need to save the money, <laughs> you know, which which is true. It is true. But there's also a, that doesn't change what you want and that you can start moving towards it. Um, kind of energy here today, which is the big message. The message is you got to trust yourself that this will happen, that, you know, this is really what you desire and that you're in it for the long haul. I always ask my clients when we start on a certain social media um, strategy or uh, something in their business. And after a week, you know, it's not panning out the way they don't have enough of something, enough followers, right with that nine of pentacles, um, enough traction and enough people interested. And I, I always ask them, are you in it for the long haul? Like if we have to do this strategy for the next two to five years, for your business to finally thrive and make enough money for you to just do that your business or for you to do X, Y, Z, whatever that is. Are you in it? No matter how long it takes. And the answer has to be yes. It has to be yes, because if it's no, that person is not building a business because of this other thing. It, it Then it's about you know, the resources, it's I want a lot of followers, it's self esteem. You know, it's and and that's okay. You know, those are things we can work through with a professional. Um, We don't have to stay there. But it is a signal to me that this person's not ready for support. Um, Yeah, usually that's what it is. And so there is something there about trusting yourself and then also trusting yourself to get support, right? Page of Cups, there's just so much emerging for us um, and from our heart and it feels new and that's really cool. I don't know about you, but I'm moving out this week and 
to her own apartment on Saturday. Um, and all these new emotions are bubbling now that it's actually here. You know, we, we finally got everything in a row. We got our tenants insurance, all of these things. And it's so cool. And we went out and actually were able to celebrate for an hour or two during a very busy day for me. Um, but we went out and we clinked glasses. I said, I just want to clink glasses with you. I just feel like finally I'm feeling like we're, we're doing this and I'm getting excited. And, <laughs> you know, um, that was really cool. And so there's this, it hasn't happened yet, but let's just explore and free our desires open and free our emotions and start to see what's on our heart here with the page of cups. I think that's what we need to do today. Um, I would challenge you to tell three people today what you want, what you want to do. Not, I think I want to do this, but I'm going to do this. And I don't know how and I don't know when, but I'm going to do it. You know, I challenge you to tell three people. It doesn't even have to be three people that are really, really close to you because that might feel scary, especially if it's something, you know, like um, like an ending of a relationship or moving away or quitting your job. You might not want to tell your coworker you're quitting your job, right? Um, so find those appropriate three people, but but claim what you want. Claim your desire. And if you don't know... Take this into your journal and just write on, what do I want? What do I desire? What would be really nice right now? All right, that's what I have for you today. Thanks for joining me as always in the morning for our daily spiritual practice of tarot to clear our channel and stabilize our soul in our relationships. I hope this allows you to become a bigger version of yourself with the people around you. Um, trust in the relationships there, whether they are reorganized closer or away from you, <laughs> the more you become more of yourself. So um, I'm thinking of you. I really am. And I care about you. And I'll see you again tomorrow. Bye now. Thank you for joining me at home for our daily practice today. If you'd like deeper insight into your current energy, head over to jennadale.com slash insight messages to order a personalized reading from me and be sure to hit subscribe wherever you're listening so you can join me again tomorrow. See you then. Thank you.